Chapter 14, City of the Plains. Sometimes called Queen City or City of the Plains, Bathurst is 140 miles or 220 kilometres west of Sydney. In 1931, its population was more than 10,000. Situated in a wide undulating valley surrounded by hills, Bathurst was settled in 1815 as Australia's first inland city and the first town settled beyond the Blue Mountains. The church was situated at 155 Lambert Street. Harold lived at 222 Lambert Street, three blocks away. Harold wasted no time in commencing a series of Sunday night meetings in the church and by mid-January 1932 there were over 80 in attendance, 20 of more of whom were not Seventh-day Adventists. Harold also commenced open-air meetings on the Bathurst Common with a good attendance. The Common was a large unfenced paddock about 400 yards or nearly 400 metres from Harold's house that was sometimes used for training greyhounds. A number of unemployed people lived in very rough conditions at one end of the Common. The Depression was ravaging Australia and many people were unable to pay their mortgages or rent. Life got even busier for Harold as the annual appeal for missions got underway on February 20. The appeal had been particularly difficult in 1931 due to the Depression. Yet for all the difficulties, at least eight souls had been baptised into the church in the South New South Wales Conference as a result of the 1931 appeal. The appeal was an ideal way of making new contacts and giving people the blessing of contributing to a worthy cause. Harold led the church by example drawing on his extensive experience as a coal porter to solicit funds to support mission schools, clinics and other programs in the South Pacific. Meanwhile, Anne was busy preparing for the wedding of their eldest daughter, Laura. Harold conducted the wedding of Laura to Arnold Woods of Petersham, Sydney on March 24 in the Bathurst Church. It was a happy occasion for Harold as he gave the bride away and then conducted the wedding ceremony. Laura often played the organ and accompanied his singing at tent missions. Now she was beginning a new life with Arnold in Stanmore, Sydney. After the honeymoon, Arnold continued to manage his printing business in Petersham. The Sunday night meetings in the church and the meetings on the common were continuing to hold the interest of the people. Between 20 and 30 people, who were not Seventh-day Adventists, came every Sunday night. Harold found his hands full having Bible studies with these people. In addition, Harold had a large unseen audience as local newspapers gave him space to report his sermons. By early May, the meetings on the Common had closed due to the cold weather. Some of those who attended the meetings on the Common began attending the meetings in the church. Some had already accepted the Adventist message and were preparing for baptism. A baptism in the Bathurst Church was planned for the first Sabbath in June. It was to be a gala day when people from Cowra, Gallimont and Grenfell would be baptised along with those from Bathurst. Tithe from the Bathurst Church was increasing as the church prospered spiritually from the evangelistic meetings and the able leadership provided by Harold. Things appeared to be going well for Harold, but as subsequent events revealed, appearances can sometimes be deceiving. On Sunday night, May 29, Harold preached on the dangers of spiritualism. He was driven to the meeting by Brother Claude Watt, a coal porter who was staying with Harold and Anne. 
Brother Watt had a wooden leg from a vehicle accident. After the meeting, Harold wanted to visit with brother and sister Richardson, who lived just outside of town. Brother Claude, would you be willing to drive me to brother and sister Richardson's place before we return home? Harold inquired. Sure, Pastor, I'd be happy to do that, replied Brother Watt. The men were soon on the outskirts of town. The lights of the car illuminated the wide road as the men chatted about their work. The road went down into a gully and veered to the right near the bottom, crossing a small narrow bridge over a man-made ditch about 20 feet wide and 6 feet deep, or 6 metres wide and 2 metres deep, before veering left and straightening up as it ascended the hill on the other side of the ditch. Near the top of the hill, the road to the Richardson's place was on the left. As Brother Watt came down the hill towards the ditch, he kept to the left, failing to follow the road which veered to the right. Continuing straight ahead, the car plunged into the large ditch at 30 miles per hour. Brother Watt cushioned some of the impact with his hands on the steering wheel, but his wooden leg was smashed and he received cuts and bruises. Harold, who was in the passenger seat, pitched forward, his head smashing through the windscreen. He suffered serious facial bruising and cuts to his chin and neck. Brother Richardson was coming down the hill on his motorbike with his wife in the sidecar when they heard the crash. Arriving at the scene of the accident, they did what they could for the men. Then Brother Richardson set off to alert the ambulance. Both men were taken to Bathurst Hospital and treated for their cuts and other injuries. The next day, Harold and Brother Watt were released from hospital, bruised, cut and shaken, but well enough to recuperate at home. The car was wrecked. Four meetings were planned for the following Sabbath and two meetings for Sunday, including a baptismal service on Sunday afternoon. Harold was not able to attend the Sabbath meetings, at which more than 200 people were in attendance, but was brought by car to the baptismal service on Sunday afternoon to share in the service. All were happy to see him again. A pastor, two evangelists and a lady Bible worker brought in their candidates from the surrounding towns and districts and 36 people were baptised, including seven from Bathurst. Some had travelled 100 miles or 160 kilometres for the occasion. Around 230 people crowded into the church for the impressive service. Pastor Reuben Hare, the conference president, baptised the candidates. Altogether five pastors, two evangelists and a lady Bible worker were in attendance. The high day for the Bathurst Church was rounded out by a magic lantern lecture on the mission field by Pastor Hare. The church was crowded again. Harold continued his meetings into August, and on Sunday, September 18, another baptism was held in Bathurst. The following Sabbath, September 24, the Manjurama Church was organised. Manjurama was about 30 miles or 50 kilometres southwest of Bathurst. Harold came down with a carload from Bathurst. The day was cloudy, but the congregation of 45 had assembled. Harold spoke on church organisation and the church's spiritual growth, after which Pastor Walter Scragg asked for a show of hands of those who wished to see a church organised in the locality. The church was duly organised, members were voted into fellowship, and officers appointed by vote of the membership. Harold officiated in the ordination of the two deacons selected, and the day's activities were completed with the communion service. 
1928, there were only a few Adventists in the area, stretching 60 miles or 100 kilometers from Grenfell northeast to Bathurst, and only one church. In October 1932, there were four churches and more than 250 members and children, with many more keeping the Sabbath and preparing for baptism. The benefits of church organization and united effort were there for all to see. Harold was well satisfied with the year's work in Bathurst and the surrounding area as he prepared to respond to a call to minister in Albury that came at the South New South Wales camp meeting in early October 1932.